Hey everyone, this is Michael Cox with Black SE Magazine, and we are back with another episode for Behind the Business. I am with the twins, Nick and Anthony Payne, and they want to make sure you remember it's the Paynes. So right. <laughs> um, I'm happy to have you guys here because Buffchick has taken off since last year that you didn't even think it was going to get this big, did you? Oh, no. No, no, no shot. No. It, it literally happened out of nowhere. So um, we're, we're excited for where we're at and uh, excited for the future, too. Nice. Tell, tell everyone a little bit about your background, how it got started, and, you know, where you want to go with this? So I just want people to know this, you know, the idea of Buff Chick, it, it was not part of our plan at all for, you know, our lives or whatever. We uh, we grew up playing football. Uh, football was our life for, you know, forever. Um, we played high school football, got um, opportunity to play in college for in Sacramento State. Mm -hmm. We got uh, full D1 scholarships there. Oh, nice. um, so we were blessed um, and got to live out, you know, that dream. Um, but yeah, like I said, football was the the most part of our lives so um did you want to go to the pros oh yeah that we, was our aspirations that was sure. aspirations yeah <laughs> yeah that was our aspirations and you know you know we 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 tried after you know obviously that didn't work out but um yeah that was that was really all we knew and so when we graduated from college we were really left with a, a degree and you know from then on we kind of didn't really know what to do after that once once football was out of our lives Nice, nice, nice. So then you fast forward, you moved to San Diego, you moved back to San Diego, right? We moved back to San Diego and, um, you know, started trying to find jobs. And that was rough for like a month. Uh, no lie. And like it was rough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Was it the rough part where you guys did you move back with your parents? Yeah. So we moved, we oh, moved back with yes. our parents um, and lived at home at our parents' house for about a year. Where we were trying to figure things out. But yeah. in that process, we were uh, we were we were taking some jobs and I, we, we both did this, you know, data entry job and it was just horrible. You know? <laughs> like we were kind of just taking whatever we could get at this point, yeah. trying to get experience because that was the thing. We didn't have any experience. experience. We didn't work in college at all. It was our you know, life was football yeah. life was in school. Football. What is something that what advice would you give another African-American who goes to do sports in college? Like that's their plan. I know a lot of times athletes always, especially after retirement or when they don't make it, they say, have a plan B. Make sure you understand how you're going to use your degree. Would that be some something of the advice you'll give? Oh, 100%. And that's a really good question to ask because if I could go back and tell myself in college, I would, you know, I would tell myself to focus on plan B more. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, in the football community and football culture, you're really kind of engraved. It's like, okay, get to the NFL, get to the NFL. Um, that's really, it's like NFL or bust. But the yeah. thing is, it's not bust. It's not all you are. Mm -hmm. uh, we, you, we see this movement like more than an athlete with LeBron James. And it's true. We are black African-Americans, we are more than athletes. So yeah. um, that's one thing that I would encourage, you know, young black men out there is like, look, I know it's 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 great. Um, you know, getting to a league is, you know, make that your goal, but don't make that the only goal. Nice. nice. Yeah, th there's definitely nothing wrong with going all in on football. But like he said, you, you definitely should have a backup plan, because even if you do make it to the NFL or whatever pro professional sport you, you play, you can still like you're not going to be playing that for the rest of your life. Nice. There is going to be, you know, life after that sport yeah. and you're going to have to, you know, pay the bills and, mm -hmm. and do something else. So uh, I would the, the advice is definitely just have a backup plan mm -hmm. and, and definitely you know have that in your back pocket and focus on that, yeah. too, um, and not just the sports. Do you wish you would have explored entrepreneurship while you were in college? You know how you hear all those stories where people were starting things, um, you know, and they it took off. Do you wish you would have took this this business concept? We'll get back into that later. But do you wish you would have at least explored it earlier? Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I th looking back, I wish we, we could have, you know, started this a little earlier and get some more experience. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, at that point, like, like I said, in college, it just wasn't even on our minds. Um, not to say that, you know, we we discredited or anything, but it was literally just like 
focus on football in school, and that was it. And graduate. Okay. Yeah. So now you're back. You guys get full-time jobs. You guys both work in the field for paid advertisement, correct? Correct. Yeah. Paid social media, yeah. Okay, perfect. That's a plug, too, just in case if you guys need anything. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, no, 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 I love it. And then you – it was – at company potlucks and things that people started asking for yes. more of your mom's secret sauce? Yes. Yeah, so the, the way, the way okay. it all kind of worked out is we, uh, I actually, you know, took this job, um, for a company called smash tech here in San Diego, amazing company. Um, and it, that kind of just got thrown on my table. And like I said, I was just taking jobs and this one actually worked out. Um, but this was around, this was in 2018 when I was working there and, um, yeah, we would have little, um, potlucks and, you know, get togethers, uh, during, you know, certain months. And I would I would bring it, and I kid you not, boom, gone, <laughs> first thing gone, um, off the table, and people are like, oh my god, this is so good. And over the course of the, you know the twelve months, and you know even into twenty nineteen, um, anytime we would bring it, and then Anthony started working there shortly after, um, we would bring it, and it gone. You know everyone's just like, this is so amazing, this is good, what is this? Um, and then next thing you know, people are actually messaging Anthony and I saying, can you guys bring it? When are you bringing it again? So. Um, that, that, you know, that was coming on so much that it kind of, you know, the light bulb switched on at that point. Nice. Nice. Right. And we, we kind of got inspired by the CEOs that we at Smash Tech and they're two African-American brothers like us. And nice. uh, they started from nothing. And, um, you know, just hearing their their story, it, it definitely inspired us to just think that, like, yo, we could we could do something, too, and start our own business, whether it's small or, or you don't know how big it's going to grow. But yeah. um, they, they definitely inspired us. And. From that point, like we started an Instagram page, yeah. <laughs> and then here, here we are. We're we're just on the journey right now. Nice, and it just started to take off because you know I do want to give a shout out to Diego for local and grown stories because oh, yes. he was the one who early shout on was Diego. like, yes. he was shout like, man, he's amazing. He's a wonderful human being, and he said, "There's two brothers, Mike. You have to talk to them. You have to." And I was like, okay, cool. And then I know when I reached out, you guys were busy. He was like, well, I got parts of their stories. I got pictures, you know. So <laughs> I just love that you already had that love even before we could even give you that love. You know what I mean? So yeah, that was that was it's crazy how you know that worked out. He reached out to us, um, and. And then shortly after you reached out to us and mm -hmm. you know, that's when things kind of started, you know, picking up for us. And, you know, we gained like 500 followers within like, I think, seven days or yeah. something like that. It was crazy. I remember it went crazy when it we shared crazy. you. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I said, I wonder if people are even looking at the food right now. <laughs> right, right, right. So I was like, where are they hiding? I said, okay, are we talking about the dip or the yeah, twins? Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's a little bit of both. <laughs> a little bit of both, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, no, it's great. So, um, you know, you guys have been a part of the program last year, so I'm super excited about that, the growth, everything you've learned. What are some things you've learned as entrepreneurs, and this isn't a plug for the Catalyst Black Academy, but looking at pricing, um, you know, I know we talked about, you know, increasing our prices. I would say things. I would say definitely the scalability of the menu and just the business in general. You taught us a lot about that in the, the beginning stages um, that we did not know about um, and to be profitable, more profitable. Um, so that was one thing that I do remember. And then the engagement um, with the power of social media and our Instagram page, uh, you, you taught us about that and to do like, you know, weekly engagements, daily engagements, and really just like reaching out to our followers. So that was the two things that stood out to me in the beginning. Yeah, and I would just say that the details matter uh, mm -hmm. when it comes to pricing, you know, you know, you know like, you, like you told us, like small adjustments to make to, you know, your menu. Um, can really you know scale your business up quicker than you think mm -hmm. um, and yeah like like we're like we in social media it's such an essential tool here in, yeah. in the 21st century in 2021 like people 
are becoming very, very wealthy off of just posting certain things. Right. <laughs> at this point, it's at this point, I really feel like social media is like the most essential tool. And so you really got to, you know, be able to market yourself. And, and, it. and yeah, exactly. You know, let's go back to the pricing, because one thing is I meet a lot of African-American entrepreneurs and business owners. You know, sometimes we undervalue our services or our products and we, you know, start our pricing off small because we just don't feel like it's enough value. What would you tell someone who's thinking that, you know, no, my prices are too, I can't go higher. Um, if you can't go higher, I mean, you can always go higher. <laughs> um, <laughs> just depends I, on who's going to buy after you go too high. Right. And, and I would just say, I would just really think it, for us, it was how much time we were putting into yeah. it. That's yeah. a big thing where it's like, if you're grinding and you're making all this, say you're, say you're starting a food business and you're putting in hours on hours and you're cooking and cooking. And, um, you know, you're not really getting the, you know, the profit back that you think you deserve. Then that's one key indicator too. like, if you're putting in the time, I think, um, you know, your price can reflect that too. And I remember you asked us like, what's the process of, you know, building up for a pop-up and we yeah. said this, this and that. And then, you know, that kind of did reflect the, it's okay that we bump up the prices cause you're putting in all this work uh, to make this, this great food. So I would say, yeah, just think about the process of it and kind of add that into the equation. Nice. No, and it's important because people don't know you guys simmer that thing for like five hours, right? Isn't Yo, it yeah. like five hours? I remember it was <laughs> yeah. like, I was like, well, you told me, I said, okay, you know what? There's some specialty there. Yeah. It'd be one thing if it was just some chicken and some sauce. Yeah, it's not <laughs> like we yeah. flipping a steak. And here, here you go. <laughs> here it you go. It's easy. like, you got to take your time yeah. and whatnot. Right. So, no, that's cool. Um, how has it been balancing, though, you know, as entrepreneurs, but also as full-time, um, you know, workers? How do you find the balance? Because a lot of times people don't realize the difference between entrepreneurship and small business ownership is when you're a small business, you're doing this 24 seven, right. but when you're an entrepreneur, you're sacrificing sleep time pop-ups, you know, that's your Saturdays or Sundays. And then it takes you about like a good two to three days prepping. I remember when we talked yes. about it. So it, it is difficult. It's very difficult. I would say, um, we kind of just learned on the fly. Um, but what I would say to, you know, other entrepreneurs is that you really just have to kind of just map out a plan and a schedule you schedule things and kind of separate your, you know, your day job versus, um, you know, your side job, it can help. Mm -hmm. um, and I, we got really lucky because we, we started at the beginning of a pandemic and we were working from home completely. Yeah, yeah. And so we were able to like knock out so much buff chick work and still work on our, our day jobs like while at home. So that kind of helped us out a lot. No, I mean, it, it is challenging, but we, we, we love the challenge. We're accepting the challenge and, you know, people for, who's listening to this and probably like, oh, why don't you guys just quit your day job? We actually really enjoy our day job. <laughs> we work for, uh, you know, we work for a great company, a minor minority owned company. Um, and, you know, we're actually really good at what we do when it comes to, you know, running uh, paid social media, you know, Facebook, Instagram ads. Um, and that's actually helping our business out. So, we're you know, we're kind of learning, um, you know, from the company we're working for and it's yeah. helping us and helping us scale our business up. Nice. You know, and that's a good, you said, that's a good thing you said, because people will say, quit now. You got to live your dreams. You know, we sometimes have this th thought process where we feel as if we should quit right now because that shows people that we're committed to it. Mm -hmm. You know, why will you, why would you not quit just yet? So other people understand why it's important to make sure it's a tactical quit, not just a, this isn't a movie, you know, this isn't Shark Tank. You're not talking right. to Mike and I'm going to give you, you know, you're going to give me 8% of a $250,000 <laughs> loan so you can get more personnel. <laughs> no, I would honestly, you know, there's different circumstances and I really respect anybody who's just says, I'm done with my day job. I'm going to go all in. You know, that's not a bad option. That's not you be. though. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't me though. Not He's not absolutely not. No, nah, but like, like I said, I, I honestly think for us, it's just we are we're thankful and we're blessed to you know have the opportunity we are with the company we're with um, in Smash Tech um, that 
I don't, I don't, I'm, to be honest, I don't know if we would even have started this if we didn't work for that company. I don't, and, uh, I don't think the, so. People, wow. you know, mm -hmm. with people asking us, um, yeah. oh, can you bring it? Can you bring the dip? Uh, what is this? Like the yeah. demand was, you know, really quick. Um, I don't know if that would have happened. So, um, you know, I would just tell people, you know, weigh your options and, you know, you know, just kind of just have a landscape of, you know, what your plan is. And, you know, I, like I said, I don't, I don't blame anybody for, you know, quitting your day job. If you hate your day, day job, you should probably quit it and just <laughs> yeah. go, go, go all in on it. But I don't know, just, um, you know, yeah, just weigh your options and you just kind of just got to trust your gut feeling. Mm -hmm. Our situation is unique. Like you said, we do like our day jobs and the ultimate goal is to, you know, have just do our solely buff chick business only. And, you know, you know, own a food truck and start, you know, mm -hmm. a restaurant one day, but it's, we're trying to just crawl, run, and then, or crawl, walk, and then run, I'm sorry, type of thing. Nice. And uh, we understand our, our big picture of it. And, and we're just trying to check off the boxes as we go to get to that. Nice. I love that. I think, do you, do you think it goes back to your sports days? Because in sports, it's all about tactics. You know, yeah. you're not just going to go rush because you see there's an opening. It's either you're going to put the person who's the fastest, the strongest in front. Do you, do you attribute it back to like, you know, that discipline? Cause you guys sound very disciplined and I love it. Cause even when we had our call, you guys are always like, <laughs> I was hoping you, you asked that question tonight because, um, <laughs> it's a hundred percent true. Um, you know, sports and, and on our case, football it's taught us so much. Um, you know, time management, um, discipline, um, re resiliency, like all those, all those qualities uh, we wouldn't have without football. And uh, it's allowed us to use that towards our business and just our personal lives as well. But yeah, all those things have, have, for football, it's helped, it's helped us hundred percent. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And it, it's, it's made us determined and resilient. And I, it really, like you said, it's, we have like a athlete mindset when it comes to like having a game plan and executing it. Um, that's really rolled over into our entrepreneurial life and like we can, you know, make a game plan for, you know, our next pop up and, you know, what, you know, items we're going to have on the menu and, you know, certain things like that. And, and now we're getting to the time where we're starting a game plan to get a food truck. Nice. Um, so we're, we're doing the research on what we're going to do and how we can get a food truck uh, within the, the next year. So, yeah, we just it really just comes back to like having that athlete mindset and saying a game plan and executing it. Mm -hmm. Nice. You know, one thing I will say, and it's so funny because this is a podcast about business, but let's also think about it. I know it sounds like another service part of the thing, <laughs> but let's also think about getting you guys into a farmer's market too, because that'd yes. be a really great thing because a would lot of that. them would be, you know, it would help you get generate enough for the first like 12 years. And I think this is a good segue for people to understand that, you know, the, that's another milestone you can do because, you right. know, we want to um, get you to the food truck, but if we can get you into a farmer's market, like in little Italy or Hillcrest or, yes. you know, North park, once mm -hmm. the world opens back up and you're there or even if you have somebody manning it for um you know a sunday mm -hmm. or saturday or whatever days then you can have that other proof of concept so no yeah i really like that idea and that's something that's been on our you know radar too and i think that i think that's like you said something we could slip in before the food truck and mm -hmm. you know really you know get that going um yeah. and that would really give us a feel on like how you know we could scale up and get that food truck. and those are big in san diego that, I, that I've we're surrounded too, by them yeah. so yeah. that would be that would be perfect definitely and you know the good thing is that's another it's funny because when we talk about these things and this is why it's great when we talk about stuff because we can get you into like a farmer's market and you can still do the food truck and now you're having two streams of revenue right. coming in Absolutely. each week whatever times a day you know what i mean yeah. and i but i think it all it dials back down to when you're like we're doing this first we're gonna you know we're gonna crawl first then we're gonna walk then we're gonna run because you probably have also other friends who are entrepreneurs where you're just like please don't not today. <laughs> don't do that don't do that <laughs> yeah. yeah we uh yeah we know a couple of people where it's like uh you know um but yeah everyone has their own you know mindset with it um but like you said we're you know we're gonna kind of take that crawl to 
to jog to run approach definitely mm-hmm. what are some misconceptions that people don't understand about being an entrepreneur that you realize that people thought you know some of your friends may not see the reality of it they just see everything online or when they're hearing it but when they're seeing you in action or when you can't go to certain events or when you're like you know what today i'm just i'm not i don't want to see people today i would say the easy answer would be the putting in the work yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it, it, you can go on someone's page and see see all the you know the glitz and glamour and of the product or whatever it is but um just having you know, start our own business. Like you got to put the work in. Yes, it's uh, you sacrifice it's so much time. Yeah, that's one thing that we learned. You sacrifice a lot of time. You're a lot, a lot of your downtime. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> even on the weekend. So, um, yeah, that would, I think I think the biggest thing would be time and just like the the logistics of it, like running a business in itself, the permits, the papers you got to sign yeah. just to be a legal business in California. Like that's something that was kind of eye opening to us. Is like. Yeah. Wow, we got to sign this, this and do that. this, tax mm-hmm. this, tax that. that. It's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, you guys are very um, strategic with your stuff because sometimes you guys will – and you guys don't set the precedence that you have to have a pop-up every other week or every weekend, you know. What's that process for you? Because you do it where it's like it, – it, it seems like you make it make sense for you based off of where you guys are mentally, spiritually, physically, and so that it works for the business so you can stay connected with your customers but you don't overdo it. Yeah, and it, that's one thing, like – we we thought about is that we don't we never want to rush a pop up, um, and it, and you talk about you talked about balance. Um, we you have to balance you know our, our personal lives, our you know our nine to five jobs, and then you know our, our side business business as well. And those balancing those three those are tough. Um, so we kind of just take all those things into account and uh, try to just you know map out a game plan, and then we pick a, a date of the month. Um, ideally, we would we would want to in a perfect world have two pop ups a month, but. Mm-hmm. Um, just the way things be- have been going, it's usually about one a month so far. Nice, nice. Yeah, and and we're we're doing this out of our kitchen, you know. What I mean? <laughs> we, don't, we're not, we don't have a, like a super fancy kitchen or commercial yeah. kitchen that would be amazing. I think we would be able to, you know, get things going quicker that if we had that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's you know that's something that we want in the future as well. Yeah. Um, and then another thing, we're just we're we're really doing this by ourselves. We don't we don't pay anybody to you know we don't have any employees yet. Um, we have our mom and our dad and our sister and oh, they help um, our family friends. help. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Shout mm-hmm. out to the family. Yeah. Shout, shout out to the, <laughs> love the fam. Love the fam. Your yeah. mom doesn't ask for royalties for using her secret uh, recipe. No, no, she's no, too she, nice. She's, she's too nice. nice. <laughs> she just, she's, a, she's extremely As long as we shout her out, she'll be happy. As long as you shout yeah. her out every yeah. now and then. Okay. Shout out mom. No, shout but, out mom. But seriously, that, that's the tough part. I'm glad you brought that up is, um, we could probably do more pop-ups, but the fact that we don't have employees yet. Um, our, our, you know, our family members are have their own lives too, and it is a little, you know, time consuming. So we have to take into account their time as well, yeah. mapping that out, who's free, who's not yeah. type of thing. So, uh, it, it's kind of tough, but we make it work. Nice. I love that you think that way because, you know, especially when you're an entrepreneur, we believe everybody should believe in our dreams and help us when I call, you know, Hey, Nick, Anthony, I'm, I'm up. You're like, well, I'm, I'm sleeping right now. Um, <laughs> I, I believe in you. Um, I don't want you to think I don't after I tell yeah, you yeah, this, yeah. but I'm not showing up to do this. So, <laughs> you know, it's good that you guys are respectful of that. How is it working together? I mean, I don't know. You guys seem like you guys have a really great bond anyway. Have there ever been any times that you're just like, listen to me, I know what we're doing. And then the other's like, whatever (laughs) yeah yeah, go ahead our chemistry i mean those of you that don't know us we're identical twins Uh, (laughs) i know we sound the same on this podcast right now but (laughs) they're gonna be thinking this same person person, it's actually two people no but um our our chemistry is so well um we honestly don't um argue too much at all honestly like we, we, we ask each other a lot of questions yeah and we just try to talk it out if there is any like um you know different opinions being made but 
now we we really make it work. Thank, thankfully, our chemistry is very very tight and uh, it's it's smooth. Nice, I love that. I love that. Okay, perfect. You know, this has been great, and I think I really want us to pivot and think about this way. So, you guys are also um, both in relationships. How do you balance that? Oh, it's, you answer that. <laughs> you, answer? you said you want me to answer it. I'm the new one yeah, in the relationship. He's, he's, oh, he's he said he has time to, you know, yeah, make uh, ups and downs, ups and downs. Yeah, he's brand new to the relationship world. Um, but no, it's that's something that's uh, been new for me in my life. Obviously, um, my girlfriend has been with me since day one in this on this buff chick um, journey. Um, we actually met at work, um, so she's seen it since day one. Um, but it honestly, it, it's it's not hard. She she believes in me. She believes in our you know the vision. Um, but on pop up weeks, um, I am a little more busy than normal. So um, you know, trying to balance you know see her, it's it is a little tough sometimes. Um, but she knows she knows where I what I'm where my head's at, and yeah. and she's there to support me. You know what I mean? So it's not it's not hard, but um, it's definitely it, it's it's time consuming. So you got to really find find those days, or maybe one or two days out of the week to you know spend time and you know. So you guys have be to balance for her. everything. Yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm thankful my my girlfriend you know appreciates what I do too. She's a big fan of buffalo chicken, which is great. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so good so she likes it. Yeah, she supports it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm same way. Um, she understands you know the grind and and what has to go into it. So it's it, it's a challenge to balance it at times, but yeah. uh, for the most part, it's fine. Yeah, Imagine. I don't think a relationship, just put this out there, I don't think a relationship would work if you're, you know, your partner's not supporting your uh, <laughs> journey. So. Or if you in partnership with your own family and you guys are always like in disarray. Right, yeah, right, exactly, right, exactly. exactly. So you guys really kind of have a hallmark type of, you know, story of coming of age entrepreneurship. You know, it's like you love your jobs, your family's supportive. You guys are great with understanding, um, you know, respecting people's time. It's like, so with all this greatness and all this smoothness, has there ever been a time where you're like, oh, my, let's just stop? Have you ever thought about stopping Buff Chick? Um, I wouldn't say stop it, but you know, you I, you have my time. I have my times where I get a little discouraged because I'm I'm the type of person where it's like I see I see the vision, I see you know where where we where we can get, and I believe in the product. It's just like getting there. It's like sometimes it's a little discouraging when mm-hmm. it's like, um, you know, what I mean, just just the process of getting the food truck and getting a storefront and, you know, getting employees, um, you know, where we're at right now, you know, working, you know, nine to five and and trying to balance entrepreneurial journey. Uh, it's a little tough, but, um, yeah, sometimes I get a little discouraged, but, but that I'm, you know, I'm never going to lift the foot off the gas. That's because you, that's, that's a sportsmanship right there. You guys will not ever get, we're not quitting. quitting. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, we are quitting. Y'all like a challenge. Never. Yeah. What advice would you give to someone that is thinking of quitting or that can't they they have a vision but they can't see the light at the end of the tunnel? Ooh, I, I would question. say um you got to believe, you got to believe in, you know, what you what you're trying to get done. Um quitting quitting is is, is never a good option. <laughs> I would say that. Um and you know, even if you do fail, you got to you got to get back up and keep going. Yeah. Um, even if it doesn't seem like there's a path, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, don't don't be afraid to fail. I would say that, and you know, like I said, we're living in the <clears throat> 21st century, and this social media world that we're living in is just taking over more and more. And sometimes that can really be, you know, discouraging. Affect, yeah, discouraging, and it affects your your mental because you're on Instagram and you're seeing all these other, you know, pages that are doing maybe the similar something to what you got going on, and you know, they have more engagement or something. It's like okay, I can't get on their level or. You know, just getting on social media can be a little discouraging, but 
I would honestly just tell, you know, any entrepreneurs out there, don't don't worry about what anybody thinks about what yeah. you got going on, what you, your business and, you know, what they might think of you cuz that that'll really weigh you down and at the end of the day it doesn't matter. And that was one thing that I was, I mean, I can speak for myself, but that I was very concerned before we like right before we were going to start Buff Chick, I was like are people gonna like this? Like, what if they don't? Like, that was my thing. But like, at the, at, I just realized like, it doesn't matter. Let's just let's just do it. And then we did it. And then like, here we are. So um, you really, like you said, you really can't care what people say. Believe in yourself. Believe in what you got going on, and just let it roll. Nice. Definitely. I love that. Um, you know, and it's funny that you said about caring if someone's gonna like it or whatnot because I just saw um a couple people, a couple frat brothers of mine shared an article about um where Tyler Perry said, "If you don't like my stuff, you're not my audience member." There you go. And I thought that was yep. so powerful because. You know, everyone tells you what they don't like, but it's so important for us to remember that if you don't like it, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, just keep that. Just keep it there. Just keep it that you don't like it. You don't have to tell me you don't like right, it right. You, unless you're trying to give me a critique. You know, if I'm like, hey, Nick, you know, the chicken was kind of tough. What happened this time? That's a that's the thing where you could take back. But mm -hmm. if I'm like, I don't like your stuff, you should stop. And you're just like, OK, well, you didn't. Why would you have to go out my day? Right. Tell me you don't right. Like it. You know, yeah. that's so funny because we actually got like our our first bad comment on one of our oh really <laughs> and it was i thought it was hilarious but what did um, they say some, 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 some i was it i don't even know if it was a boy or girl but they just brought out some lady some yeah some lady just i love how he said he, said, he, he did some facebook stalking he was like this who is bertha who is gertrude i researched her no, <laughs> this yeah this lady hopped in um one of our comments uh for one of our posts and it was like a picture of our food and she all it all, all it said was like it looks nasty and then um, I think Anthony replied was like, "Don't knock it till you try it." It's like, how yeah. you gonna say? Yeah, hey, yeah, it's food. Like, how you gonna how you gonna knock it if you don't even taste? It? And she was, yeah. and she actually replied and said, "True." So I'm like, <laughs> you are out of your out of your day to tell us that. that. And you Look, Anthony talking. was ready for a reply. I feel like he was gonna be ready. He was like this. Say something. <laughs> say something else. I was quick. I was quick on the trigger. He was yeah. quick, real quick. He was got to remind us. I'm like, not today. Not today. This is my business. I can't do that. No, but I, I would say it, it to you know other people that would like are starting a business. Uh, it is important to know that like people are always gonna have something to say. Yeah. And mm -hmm. you know you can't control that. And it is not always people gonna be people people that you know like your product. There's gonna be people that do like your product, but like you can't really you know hone in on that. Like people are gonna always have something to say at the end of the day. You just gotta focus on the good. Nice, nice. Well, perfect. Now, this has been fun. I love it. This has been great. Yes. I hope you guys have been having a wonderful time. Absolutely. So I like to end off by um, doing two things. One, we always do a rapid fire at the end of this. Oh, Lord. But then also. <laughs> I'm down. He's like, you guys are so funny. It's like the opposite. He was, he was, he's Twitter ready. Like, he's down for questions. Yep, yep. Um, so tell people, what, what are you looking for in the next five years for Buff Chick? Oh, look out! Look out for us. Uh, we have a lot. We have so we have so much that we want to get accomplished. It's just um, you know at the rate we don't we don't know how how fast or how slow it's going to happen. But look out for uh, you know food trucks. We're going to make that happen. Um, you know we're, our goal is to you know get that done by the end of the year. Um, so look for you know Buff Chick food truck. And uh, honestly, our end goal is to have you know storefronts out there. A, a amazing place to you know, eat good food and watch sports. Maybe or, a sponsorship with the Padres, speak yeah. that into existence, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, or get into the Del Mar Fair. Um, that's that's one of our goals in the, you know, short short term, um, hopefully not long term, but yeah. Del Mar Fair, um, Padre Games, food trucks, um, storefront. Farmer's market, Farmer's yeah. Market. All that stuff yeah. in the next five years, for sure. Nice. You know, I love that you said, we're gonna make it happen. Oh yeah. It's funny because that's so powerful for someone to say, we're going to make it happen, mm -hmm. you know, because other people say what I want, you know, what I see, what I feel, you know, is very inferior. It's like, hopefully the universe throws that blessing hopefully, my yeah, way. Yeah. Hopefully it's in my back pocket yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. But you said it, it's, it's, it, it, and again, it's that sports right there because you said mm -hmm. it like, 
we're gonna get this. Oh yeah. I feel like even if you're like short a thousand, we're like this. Okay, look, Nick, we're gonna have to call some people. <laughs> I have some extra saved up for a trip to Cancun. Because yep. if I don't know if people don't know, these two are some of the busiest travelers ever. It could be staycations, anything. <laughs> I've been trying to get them on the podcast for like, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. Tiffany knows we've been trying to get them on the podcast for like two months hey, every we're, time. We're here though. We're here. We're here. I'm like, what's happening this weekend? Oh, uh, you know what? We're in Mammoth. Okay, cool. What's happening next weekend? Oh, uh, we're in Cancun. I'm like, dang. Life's <laughs> <is> crazy. <laughs> I know. We, I'm, 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 we're, we got it done. We're happy to be here. It was awesome. Nice. Yeah, it's been I great. It. Perfect. Well, now rapid fire. So you just think, don't think, just answer. Okay. Ready? Best place to eat in San Diego. You said eat? Eat. Uh, dirty bird wings, wings and things. <laughs> See, I'm just like wings and fries. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Love <laughs> it's a problem. Like, it's, it's a problem. problem. <laughs> I don't even know how many more questions after that. <laughs> they eat their own product. That's the problem. Hey, anything chicken. <laughs> That's the plug. <laughs> okay, bro. Yeah, I'm making me laugh. So I'm making me laugh. Um, best beach in San Diego. Uh, oh, Carlsbad, La Jolla Cove. Okay, different. Best hiking trail. Ooh, potato chip. Potato right. chip. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. Best neighborhood or community in San Diego you like to hang out, eat, just, you know, spend a Saturday or Sunday? Oh, that's a really good question. Uh, I'm sorry, this is not rapid fire, but uh, best neighborhood? Little Italy? <laughs> Little Italy's awesome. I'm going to say I'm gonna say our hometown, uh, Mira Mesa. Mira Mesa, Mira Mesa is awesome, yeah. Yeah, we What's love Mira Mesa. That's okay. Fair enough. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, top travel destination. Uh, international or U.S.? Mm, both. Ooh, okay. Um, top travel destination in the U.S. I got to say Miami. Um, you would say Miami. <laughs> New York. New York. <laughs> I mean, I'm bougie. I'm bougie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the international, um, we've only been to Mexico and Spain, but I'm going to go with uh, Ibiza. Ibiza? Yeah. Oh. That's, you like to party. <laughs> that's what that meant, that's everybody. I, Just in case if you don't know what that I, meant, I, I would have to say the same thing. That's that's hard to pass up. Yeah, that was yeah. Ibiza was amazing. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Well, this has been another wonderful episode for Behind the Business with Black SD Magazine, and thank you, Nick and Anthony of Buffchick, to for um, being here. And we just look forward to seeing more of your success. Appreciate you having thank us, you guys.